Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the John Media Podcast. It Do is it episode 153. And uh, today we're joined by the lovely regular guests. Or guests, just <laughs> us. It's just the normal. Got Jim, and we've got Alex. We're here. We're normal. We're yeah, here. Normal. We're normal. As normal as Jar can be, anyway. We tried the being normal once. That's fucking racist. Sorry, I don't know why the Asian accent came in. So, how are we doing, my um, my lovelies? Terrible. Alex always says that. Why are you doing terrible? Why am I doing terrible? Yeah, um, why are you doing terrible? Reasons. Skadoosh. That's gonna be my new thing. I I'm, just I'm thought just of it. Skadoosh. You're doing great. Jim's doing great. I'm doing great. So it's a uh, it's a good week so far. You know we're we're full on. Well, we're doing this one a bit early. But we yeah. are. And why are we doing it early? Reasons. Jamie. Reasons. <laughs> we do have some topics for this first half. So we do have topics. Who wants to you know? start? Let's flip a coin. <laughs> oh, well, Jim. landed on James. Okay. Yeah, James, you do your one. Because we have Why no input. Why do we have to do my one? Because we have no input on your one. That's not nice. That nice. That not nice. Okay, my subject is simply an answer to a question that somebody asked on the forgotten, the wound episode. On the lost episode. Uh, somebody asked me about jazz, and being it was Japanese jazz specifically. It was just jazz in general, to be honest. Okay. It was jazz. I'm wrong, man. I'm wrong. He did mention Japanese jazz. But having gone through all the jazz stuff I listened to, I made a little list. Okay. Because at the time, I couldn't name any jazz artists off the top of my head. So I made a list. So in jazz, my favorite type of jazz is actually Brazilian jazz. Of all the different genres of jazz. Different he just likes big asses. That's his fucking weakness. No, it's, uh, boy. it's the Brazilian jazz, which is mainly bossa nova and samba. But he likes that bossa nova cover of Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a chill jazz, but it's kind of upbeat. It's, it's it's what I love, and you know, having spent time in Portugal, I kind of listen to that. So I kind of grew into that. And during the fifties in America, there was big artists who came to America and popularized it. So some of the artists, my favorite artists, are Stan Getz. If you know the fifties jazz, you might have heard some of his saxophone stuff. It's really great. He's also done an incredibly famous song called The Girl from Ipanema. And as you have mentioned, the person who commented, uh, Frank Sinatra did a cover of it and it's it's fabulous. So I'd recommend listening to him because he's so good. Um, you've got Joanne Gilberto, uh, who's done work with Stan Getz. Kind of the same, but really good. Then you've got Louise Bonfa, Caetano Veloso. And I'd like to do a little... And there's also Salvador Sobral, who's Portuguese, who won Eurovision in 2016, and he's done some pretty good jazz stuff as well. So I'd give a few of them a listen, and you know, hopefully you enjoy them. Well, you forgot one. Who? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Ticking away the moments that make up a dull day. Yeah, that's my that's my jazz thing. I love that. So, do you just listen to jazz? When I have a few playlists, so in a certain mood, I'd be like, I like, I want to listen to this kind. Like on Sunday, I listen, I played Breath of the Wild, had some whiskey, and listened to you know Bosanova and Samba. Then okay. other days, it's just like I'm having a shower, and I'm just like, I need that that kind of. You bit that bombing on, and you're just yeah, taking sure. away. It's 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 a type of music where you have to be in a specific mood. If I'm driving my yeah. car, it's like I'm not can't listen. I cannot listen to jazz in my car because it's it doesn't like really the fit, does it? It's the worst thing, but then when you're sitting down and you're just kind of chilled, it's it's the best. So, yeah. I think we're all fans of jazz here. We all like a bit of jazz. Jim doesn't. Yeah, Jim's just the edgy one, yeah, though. So. Going from a lame thing to a really cool thing. Uh, um, we've all heard of um, Hi She. Hi She. Yeah. Everyone knows Hi She. What are you kidding me? Yeah, you know Hi She, don't you, James? James especially knows Hi She. <coughs> Is that a weeb joke? No. Hi she. Hi she duh. We're YouTubers. Kadoi. Fellow enormous YouTuber Hi she. 
Oh, Jesus. We're gonna really gonna have to spell it out to you. Everyone at home is like, It's obvious, James, you goober! Hi-she? Jim, gone. H-I-S-H-E. Hi-she? Yes. How it should... Oh! Oh, hi, how it should have ended. Yeah, thank <laughs> okay, I thought you were on about some, like, Japanese ego or something called Haishi no, or no, something. No, we I've never heard anyone YouTube call thing, it Haishi. They call it Haishi. I know, yeah, but it's, it's just their, how it should like, have ended. abbreviation. I don't even... <clears throat> to be honest, I've literally haven't seen a video of theirs in a very long time. Well, the funny thing is, if you watched one of their new videos, it's like the years of time hasn't changed. Yeah, like they they're stuck in a in a time capsule. Who did that um that animated uh, fight video of all the bad guys? No one knows. Yeah, Doesn't even exist. Yeah. So but how it should have ended is the YouTube channel. Um, I'm sure most people have probably seen at least one of their videos. Uh, they uh, it's like an animate an, an animation channel that does their take on how movies should have ended. Kind of they, thing. And they were extremely popular like five years ago. I mean, they still are now. They're huge. They're, they're not. They're, I wouldn't say they're popular. I don't know how to explain it. They're definitely no, big. Yeah. Yeah, they get lots of views and stuff, but nobody talks about them. You don't hear about them ever. Whereas five years ago, it was all over YouTube. You watch any like video about a movie. And they'll be in the recommended. Well, it was them. It was like honest trailers. It yeah. was uh, <clears throat> what's the other one? Cinema sins. Yeah. All still doing fine on their own. I mean. Well, I, 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 I mean, it's, it's not. It ha it's not that they haven't not as popular. It's more the fact that there's more of that type. Yeah, of Yeah, it's just now. so much of it. So it's just like they. And the algorithms pick. different now, so yeah. you recommend a videos differently. I, I'd still say they're probably the same as they were back then, really, in terms of. Well, why did you bring it up, Jim? Why did you bring up how it should have ended? Well, because they are shit <laughs> right now, and they have always been shit, <laughs> and they've never grown or changed. Their mm -hmm. jokes have stayed the same. That's the worst part. You know, they've always got Batman and Superman in the cafe, and, and they're still 2019 doing the because I'm Batman joke. Because I'm Batman. Like, are you fucking serious? I never really enjoyed any of their content anyway. No, that's, me, that's like... the thing. I didn't enjoy it when I was 15 years old. And I definitely don't enjoy it right now. I was saying to you, Jim, <clears throat> even back in the day when I admittedly did enjoy bad, cringy videos on YouTube. You still do. I, I, no, I don't. I never, I never enjoyed how it should have ended. Because no. all they do is they go on our movies and see what jokes people are making in the comments and they're like, oh, there you go, there's a new video. Yeah, that's another Uggie, thing. Uggie, come, the, come on. It's come the on. most obvious come shit on. every fucking video. And a lot of the time it's, it's not, it's not actually how, how a movie should have ended. No. It's just, hear, a, jo joke. hear a joke, here's the zeitgeist around a certain movie at yeah. the time. So if it's like, I don't know, Man of Steel, it'd be like, Look how Superman saved someone instead of killing everyone. Funny joke. If it, because I watched, Batman. I watched them again um, for the first time in a long time after The Last Jedi came out. Why? Because they obviously... Loads of people have problems with The Last Jedi. Yeah, but why did you go to that video? <laughs> oh, because obviously because of that movie having the, the fucking like, equivalent of the French Revolution against it. <laughs> it actually managed to make it to the recommended videos part oh, on my yeah. YouTube homepage. Okay. What um, was that video like, then? Quite good, I imagine? It was horrendous and embarrassing. Horrendous is a word I need to use more. Horrendous. I remember when I went through my phase of using horrendous all the time. It's a fantastic word, though. And it's a, a perfect adjective to describe... I'm sure that video, I haven't even seen it, and I'm sure it's apt. It's just that every, everything, every idea from prequel fans that you've seen that could have made the movie better, mm. just like, pop that in the video, 
with our shit animation that it takes about an hour to make. It's like... They trace all of their <clears throat> art as well. Yeah. Oh well. I'm sure some one one person who's listening really loves them and they're gonna get angry, but Oh well. Yeah, go for it. Well, we're not allowed to have opinions anymore. <clears throat> it's just like they've been huge and they still get lots of views and uh, sponsors and shit for this long and their content hasn't improved. Because it doesn't need it doesn't need to, does it? If a if a channel exists and it's continuously getting views on the same type of content, why? For self-respect. Normally when like a channel is run by one person and they they're kind of doing their thing, there's just a natural change that goes through yeah. it. Just because of the need of wanting to experiment, try different things. Like yeah. my original videos in 2013 are totally different. Yeah. Way worse. <laughs> But you'd 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 hope that six years later there would be at least some kind of improvement or something. Not the exact same like on the graph. Like it just just, it's a, just a straight, a straight line, line, yeah. line. Yeah. It's because for them it's like a business. It's not actually one person. It's just this way yeah, to make money. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. And I suppose as far as a business is concerned, it's doing its thing. It's making it's, some. It's minimum effort for most profit. It's it's yeah. the ideal business, and we're idiots for not for not being that. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, let's let's think of our one. They've already got screen junkies like honest trailers, so that market's taken. They've got Cinema Sins, which is just it's kind of it's kind of similar in a way, but even less effort because they just use the footage of the movie mm. with their like commentary. And yeah, how it should have ended, which actually requires some someone they you have to pay someone at the very least to animate. Yeah. That artwork, so even then, then probably not pay them pain. Why don't we just make how it did end and just animate how it did actually happen? Well, we should do that. Yeah, but do funny voices and and do Batman jokes and yeah. God, I think we're on something. I'll, I'll edit that out so no one can steal that. Don't worry, they've already stolen it. Because someone made Cinema Wins mm -hmm. in, instead of. Cinema sins. sins, and they actually go through movies and say, you know, yeah, there are people are that made like um, video game sins. Oh god, yeah, you and they see go them through video. Like, yeah. <sighs> really? Format just does not work for video no. games, does it? It's also not funny. Cinema sins ain't funny either. Yeah, exactly. I I hate cinema sins <clears throat> quite passionately. So, like, is anyone really passionate about cinema sins though? No. It's, it's most sure people dislike their videos, whenever they're talked about. Anyway, it's it's just easy viewing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's they're they're consistent with what they do, and they're they're there every week. So there's a new one for their fan base to watch. So I guess in that sense, it's a type of content I wouldn't watch, even as background noise. Well, I remember when CinemaSins first came out. Mm -hmm. They did it was like Amazing Spider-Man or something. And I remember thinking, oh, this is a fun idea, and I watched a few of them. And then, like, a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, bored of this now, and unsubbed. Yeah. Oh, but you and Ruben love cinema sins. N what? I, you I just described the story. No, no, you literally, you and Ruben used to talk about it. About yeah, back when they good. first started, and yeah. I was like, this is a fresh thing, I guess. Oh, Alex being cringy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, As if you've never done anything cringy or liked anything cringy. No, but I... I I've come to terms with my cringe. So have I. Mm. <laughs> what have I not come to terms with, Jim? The Minecraft video that you won't release. He's come to terms with it. How have I not come to terms with it? Okay, Alex I, has. If I, I wasn't, if I hadn't come to terms with it, I would just be okay with people watching it. So you haven't come to terms with it then? I'm not okay with people watching it because it's fucking embarrassing. Exactly. Which is, so which is admitting and coming to terms with the fact that it's a bad video. My bad videos are out there. Yours should be. Yeah, but yours is actually funny. I swear we talked about this last time. Anyway. No, we've How talked are about they funny. We talk about it every episode. Well, is, it, are they, is it funny because I'm not very good at English and I make a lot of mistakes? No, it's funny speech. because your your improv comedy in those videos is entertaining. <laughs> my improv comedy, I don't understand. It's not. It's not riding off a, a trend that's already embarrassing, like Minecraft. Yeah. 
You know, it was. We were wailing off unboxing videos, but it just kind of turned <laughs> I remember into like... something I'm quite ashamed of. Um, for for one of my A-levels, I integrated Minecraft into it. One of my, Ooh, like, nice. photography Ooh. things. I was like... Oh, did Alex do those things where you take a real-life picture and you're editing, like, a Minecraft foreground or something? <laughs> no, I, I, ha I hated photography A-level so much. I only enjoyed it when I was able to incorporate drawing into it or something like that. I remember that because there's, there's some of your artwork from that period is like a mix. Yeah. Some of them were good. I liked some of them. And at the, at the time, I like those ones. At, at the yeah. time though, I was genuinely addicted to Minecraft. It Alex had just come out on Xbox Live on the 360. And I was like, man, I'm in on Minecraft right now. It's all I had on my brain. So it was get home from sick form straight to Minecraft, get mining. I remember walking into your room once and You'd had like a day off or something, and you yeah. just built this enormous castle, and I was just like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" I found it to just to be the most satisfying, calming medication, almost in a way. It was like, I don't know. It, you thought I was a right dweeb when I first played it on PC as well. I mean, that's because it was on PC. It wasn't on cool, cool COD box. <laughs> and the thing, the thing about the Minecraft world is, at first, because of when we bought it. And when we started to do this castle, it didn't have creative mode, so we actually got yeah. everything. Well, to me, I never like creative mode in Minecraft, which is where you could just have unlimited mm -hmm. blocks and you can float around, because I liked the kind of progression of it, even though we did use exploitation, like, duplication that was right glitches and stuff. We kind of had to of how big we fucking made that world. Jesus yeah. Christ. One of my greatest accomplishments, if I'm being honest, at Minecraft world. It, it is incredible, like, actually, like... But it has a whole history and a whole story behind it. Different it was just the process. It was, it was my world because I played it the most. And, so, so, and it gradually, people would get home from school and, and would just like hop onto the onto the world and get like, mining. There'd be dramas <laughs> where if you go on the world, you can see where dramas happened. Where you see my blown up house because I decided yeah. to move away from you because I was afraid <laughs> of you steaming, stealing my well, diamonds. You, so I ran off. You, Jim, Ruben, and our friend Matt all had like their own houses and you guys were always sort of warring with each other and you <laughs> no, always avoided me yeah jim didn't actually it was mostly james and reuben <laughs> <laughs> things didn't change do <laughs> yeah matt, they, matt was the wild card matt was one who just he was a catalyst <laughs> to making me and reuben angry because he just messed with us both so that we would blame each other and that yeah and i remember the one that really there was one time where i got angry so i literally built i built a tunnel underground in secret for like weeks and then built a house in the middle of nowhere just so that you guys couldn't find me <laughs> it was it's like i hated you during that period because i was like i'm gonna go home and make my house so i can move away from them yeah <laughs> in my server that i had full control of <laughs> but yeah the the embarrassing thing i did for my photography thing was like I just took pictures of buildings and then built like a building in Minecraft and then put the Minecraft building like into the <laughs> the photograph. That's kind of epic though. People doing that now thinking they fucking special. Because I, I couldn't think of like anything to do. For, I, I genuinely really disliked photography so it's like, I'm already playing Minecraft. <laughs> Let's just think of, like it, it's so loose in terms of like what you can do with photography. So I was like, fuck it, just Photoshop it in. God, that sucked. One of my, yeah, not one of my proudest moments, but got to game and work at the same time, though, I suppose. So uh, I found you guys familiar with, um, like, wikier wikis for mm -hmm. fandoms and stuff? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm currently on the Acepedia. Yeah. But I don't know why I'd never it's considered before that... Jar Media has one. Yes, uh, I think have, I've seen. Have it. Have you ever looked at it? I think so. Yeah, it's a long got time ago. James like an anime. Um, I wanted to go through and read everyone's Jar Media wikia entry. Because no, we're we're <clears throat> we've it's 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 still like kind of regularly updated. It's it's up to date. Yeah. Really? So look, I'll start with me, myself. Alex, aliases, I hate everything, lying punk troll, master of the ingot, farts for eyes and pinkish prawn. Relatives, Jamie. Affiliation, Mars bars. <laughs> Biographical information, date of birth, 15th of March, place of birth, New Zealand. 
Date of death. Wednesday. <laughs> Which one? Physical description. Species. Only SpongeBob after all. Gender. Hater. Height. About six foot. Weight. <laughs> Around 6,800 flumps. Eye color. Farts. <laughs> and then the description is, Alex hates everything and is the oldest of Jar, being at the ripe old age of 24. He is a vegetarian and is known to be a filthy SJW, whilst also being sexist, racist, and homophobic. 100% true. <laughs> he is the creator of the YouTube channel Man Man Boy Boy Man, and also owns a choir... They spelled queer like... Q-U-I-R-E in the same way we used to. Dog called Argyle the Corgi. Despite his professional appearance on I Hate Everything, Alex is undoubtedly the strangest jar member due to his extraordinary laugh and his obsession with poo and fart jokes. Alex has been involved in drama with many individuals including the daddy dom of a furry and the gummy bear. Daddy what? Uh, the cool cat. Cool cat, yeah. Oh. The deterioration of Alex's mental state can be seen in his Man Man Boy Boy Man videos. In 2017, Alex went through a strange obsession with trying to force the rest of Jar to roleplay with him. <laughs> the saddest day of Alex's life was the 24th of November 2013. The day, the day seemed like any other. He woke up, played some games, and filmed James in the Woods. <laughs> that was until the tragic moment where he turned on the TV only to witness the brutal perishing of Brian from Family Guy. Alex was devastated. He cried for hours and hours. Not even st not even stealing video game codes from Tesco could console him. <laughs> at any moment, Alex realized- sorry, at that moment, Alex realized how dark the world truly was, and he vowed from that day forth, he would make his mission to hate everything. Thoughts? 100% true. It's yeah, eerily accurate. Who shall I do next? Ruben, Jim, or James? Ruben. Okay, let's do Ruben. <laughs> Ruben, aliases, Rubu, Booban Reviews, The Brown One, The oh, Cooking, Relatives, Bulma's Cider. <laughs> <laughs> Biographical information, marital status, in a committed relationship with a Horleo body pillow? Horo, is that an H-O-R-O? -O? No, W-H-O-R-E-L-O. Body pillow. Oh yeah. Okay. Horlo. 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 Date of birth: nineteenth of April. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Holo, the wise wolf. I'm pretty sure that's uh, what they're going. Yeah, to get that makes it. Yeah. Physical description: species, racially ambiguous. Height: very tall. Weight: approximately five hundred and thirty-four smartphones. <laughs> Ruben is one of the three original founders of Jar Media. He is the Rick to Jamie's Morty. He is a professional chef and has been a devout Christian since childhood. He claims to actually do all the work and wears only black because he's an edgelord. <laughs> he seems to not give a shit about anything and is probably Rick Sanchez secretly. <laughs> Fans like to claim he's a fuckboy, Christian, and alcoholic. Much and to all his dismay. Of which are true. Other than Alex, he talks the, the most during the podcast. He has a lot to say due to his severe alcoholism. But unlike Alex, he actually manages to make sense while still being funny with his dry wit. He is the Cholos of the Goof Troop, even though he claims that he is not, though. According to the Jar Media channel description, it is certain that he has diarrhea. <laughs> he is very violent and once totally 100% for real, hits someone over the head with a champagne bottle. Ruben loves dogs, not just Argyle. He is obsessed with Nine Inch Nails and is an expert in reload animations. Ruben is currently at university studying film and TV production in hopes of becoming a professional shit poster crossed out filmmaker. Thoughts? <laughs> it's true. James like that one. <clears throat> Who's next? Jim? It, it depends on what mine says. Um, if it doesn't say Jim's the actual master of the wheel, I don't make Okay, let's do you next then, Jim. <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Aliases. Jim. Jim Jam. Beast. Jim Bobula. <laughs> Relatives. Alex, Randy, and James for a single pussycast. How come you didn't have Randy? Like, I don't know. Biographical information. Marital status. Yes. Date of birth, 6th of July. Place of birth. Alex's goatsy. Physical description. Gender. Unknown. Height. 
Five foot seven, aka short. Wait. <laughs> Approximately 6,000 Freddos. Beast is one of the original founders of Jar Media and is the baby Groot slash Rocket Raccoon of the four. He is the original Jay and Jar because fuck James. <laughs> he wears a beanie a lot and is Alex's younger brother. He is a living he is a living reload animation <laughs> and Alex's personal dancing monkey. He loves Guardians of the Galaxy so much, especially Groot. A, a legend says that he was originally bald because his fucking hairline is lit as fuck, nigga. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's what it says. <laughs> I <expect> <laughs> but he went. <laughs> but he went in an adventure and, and acquired a Smeagol wig that he's stapled permanently to his cranium. His reactions to things can easily become the new rage faces. He could be a living meme. He watches Mad Max Fury Road at least three times a week. He is three years younger than Alex. He also bullied James on Minecraft when he was younger. <laughs> what the fuck? We were <laughs> just talking you. about that. Yeah, that, is, that is weird. Good. And finally, let's do James. Okay, I know what I'm expecting. Uh, Weep! James, aliases, Ralrepia, Jarms, and Milf Hunter. <laughs> Relatives, his body pillow. Affiliation, anime. Biographical information. Marital status, anime. Date of birth, 29th of December. Place yeah. of birth, Ralrepia's bin. Date of death, last week. <laughs> Physical description, species, unknown. Gender, unknown. Height, quite tall. Weight, around 0.034 cars. Eye color, green. James is the proud holder of the award for best dog and worst car out of all the jar crew. He tends to hate them. <laughs> he tends to hate most jar memes, despite making many of them, because he's a grumpy old man. He unironically <laughs> loves body pillows and insists he uses them for medical purposes. <laughs> <laughs> James is a massive hipster in most aspects of life, particularly when it comes to anime. Also, is really in love with a cat girl from some Japanese game and has a statue of it. Statistically, <laughs> statistically, James has been absent for the most jar cast out of the whole gang due to his disappearances for personal reasons both in 2016 and 2017 and 2018. He met Jamie in year two and they fucking hated each other until year five. He is the most underrated member of the cast by far. He often uses the word cringe the most. It's unhealthy. Gauss cannon better than Argar. I thought that's very true. I What's definitely him? do have the best dog. <laughs> <laughs> you were just saying how vicious he is today. Let's not talk about my dog. <laughs> Even the fat detective from Batman Begins has a page on here. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's hear that. I don't know if it has like a description or more, just. Just is. Fat there. detective from Batman Begins is Jar's pet fat detective from Batman Begins. <laughs> He's an incredibly popular member among the Jar extended cast, largely due to the rarity of his species. Parentheses. As most are owned by Fat Detective from Batman Begins Wars. He quite likes falafel. Yeah. Flossie has a page too. Oh, hell yeah. Flossie was the Labrador dog of Alex and Jamie. The pooch passed away from a tumour on the on the day that he got his new dog, Argyle. Jar had been meaning to do a Flossie documentary, however she passed away before they were able to record enough footage. She will be greatly missed. She didn't die of the tumour, by the way. She was put down. Yeah. Because she had such a bad one. Was it a tumor? Yeah. Yeah. Same as she had a disease. Same as same. God, there's there's even pages on here I hadn't seen like out of context Alex quotes. Well, like here, son, this is what hard cop looks like. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Whoops. Yeah. They're really bad, aren't they? Like um. Your favourite quote. What's my favourite quote before we end this bit? Well, tell me your favourite quote. There's one about, like, the sun. What if the sun, like, turned around and went... Yeah. Boo! Or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, wait. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Welcome back to Bordeaux. Do you remember that quote, by the way, before we move I on? I think it's... <coughs> sun... 
This is what an erect cock looks like. Or no, I was talking about something else. I was talking about this time. I... No, you said that. Yeah, I did yeah. say that, but I'm talking about a different one. About like, I was saying, what if you tunneled to the center of the earth and there was <laughs> like the sun in the center of the earth and it and it turned around and said something? Yes, I, I James remember that. Yeah, I, I remember that. you saying that. I couldn't see it on the list. Yeah, I don't remember what the sun said though. Yeah, I can't remember. It was probably skadoosh. No, I don't think it was that. Yeah, it was that. It's something okay. that made the quote funny. So, uh, this is the second part of the show where we just, you know, we sit back. We, um, we... No, you don't interrupt me. You don't interrupt me. That's not Okay, on. sorry, um... Onision. So, this is... I think of what an insult would be regarding the, uh... West Germany and East Germany, and I don't know which one is which, so I can't make that an insult. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> we answer questions from the community now. If you want to leave your own questions for us to answer, head over to the Jail Media Reddit, where there's a thread where you can ask whatever you want, and we might answer it. If it's good enough. Number one. Telekin telekinetic, telekinetic, telekinetic man. Says... Is that all one word? <coughs> yeah, that's his name. <laughs> I know Alex loves the Lego movie, so I'm curious if you're all frickin' hyped for its sequel, or if you're just a bunch of haters. Mm -mm. I'm personally not sure about how I feel, yet since, since the marketing hasn't been that good, but I'll be seeing an early screening next weekend. Yes, Jim? Looks shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um... I haven't- I can't say I've been hyped for it. Because I think that film, the original one, works great as a standalone piece and doesn't need any explanation, you know, ex expansion to its uh, its world. But I see obviously why they're doing it. It's, you know, a lucrative well, idea. Money. Lego clearly wants plenty of them made, and they can sell loads of toys from it. Um, I had no faith and wasn't really that interested until I saw who wrote the screenplay, which was Chris Lord and and Miller, or whatever, Lord and Miller. T.J. Miller? No, not T.J. Miller. He was in the first one, though. He so, played the main yeah. character. So, at the very least, and I know Lego YouTuber Just Too Good has seen it, and he and he enjoyed it. And of course, he loves Lego already, but he also loves film, and, you know, he got a lot out of it. So, I, I will see it when it comes out. I sort of appreciate the first one more than I like it. Really? Yeah. Like, I just don't think the movie's for me, but... That film's, like, made for me. Yeah. But the sequel is looking like... The movie I thought... The first a, a movie called The Lego Movie would be. Yeah. At the very least, uh, it, it should be visually interesting. I like the way they use Lego. Yes. To, you know... They manipulate Lego pieces to... Basically create stop motion. It's weird. Within computer. What about you, James? You ever seen the Lego movie? I saw the beginning of it. Didn't actually see the West there. Did you not like it? Uh, it's like... I, I appreciate it. I mm. think it looks really good, but it's just like... You really like Spider-Verse though, didn't you, Jim? And they're very similar movies. Um, like the Lego movie is like a total love letter to Lego, and in the, the similar way the to Spider-Verse The Lego movie is a bit more... <laughs> you know? Spider-Verse is pretty manic as well. Not in the really same fast. way. Like, with the, the humour, a bunch of the humour in the Lego movie is just kind of, like, groan-worthy. Like what? Like, c come with me if you want to not die. No, that's a good line. That's funny as well, yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I reckon, yeah, I remember the I reckon you'll think you're remembering no, it like you remember How Strange Dragon. No. Yeah, Jim. No, because it, it, I've seen that the Lego movie more recently than I've seen, than I had seen. I, I think that film's really funny. It, it, do, it does have good humour in it, but... Eh. Okay. Well, you're a fucking hater. <clears throat> you know, it's a shame. The one movie I've actually really wanted to see in the last, like, three years. You saw without me. What? Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse. You... I really you wanted to see no. that. You ne I've never heard you speak about it. No. That's all. Ever. 
I really wanted to see Why? that movie. Because of Post Malone's song? No, because it just looked good. Okay. And when the animation comes, looked great. When it comes out on I digital, you can that. come watch it here. Yeah. I will do that. But first, you got to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. No, that comes out way later. Okay, then. Can what we talk about that? The Hobbs and Shaw trailer, for those who don't know, it's like the Fast and Furious spin-off with Where The Rock and Jason the, Statham. They take the two best characters and just make them their own movie. But they're introducing superhumans into the Fast and Furious universe now, and I'm not joking. Honest. Like, actual, like, Captain America enhanced kind of people. Are I they going to use that to explain... How The Rock is so OP in those movies. <laughs> or how Vin Diesel know. can, like, just fight The Rock. Yeah, Vin Diesel, he does ridiculous shit as well. They like, jump it, a car out of a skyscraper and survive. If they, if, they yeah. were, if they were willing to have, like, a whole plot in one of the upcoming movies where they kind of explain, you were all tested as children to be superheroes. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, th this is so stupid that I'm kind of into it, but... That but last Fast and Furious though was so bad. Garbage. But oh my god, Jason Statham and The Rock could just—it'll probably be a tiny bit fun, probably crap, but it'll probably be a bit amusing. I have more hope than I have had for the last few. It's because so they've we'll got see. rid of the bad actors. All of the bad actors. Well, no, The Rock's in it. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Rock, who has never been in a good movie. No, he hasn't. <clears throat> he hasn't. I stand by that. That was my quote, I believe. No, but yep. said that. No, I said it first, and then you were like, wait a minute, yeah. Jim's nah, right again. Fact He's going to have to bounce off Jason, who, well, not Who is a best. charisma machine. <laughs> he, he, he has something, okay? So, maybe it'll work. Jason Statham is genuinely good. He's he, cool. In, 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 every scene in, in the Fast and Furious movies he's in are fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that baby scene in the... In the yeah, movie, the only good, only good scene. And the first scene of that one as well. Really. And he, he, of course, was incredible in the Meg, so we'll see. Are you saying that as a joke, or do you actually think he was, he was funny? It was the only thing that made me not, like, get furious with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually been in some actual He's good movies as well. I've never seen Crank 1 and 2, but they're supposed I've to be really I've never seen um, Transporter either. Okay, the first Transporter is pretty good. It's just They're meant to have pretty crazy action, aren't they? Yeah. Because Jason Statham's great at stunts. I think he was in Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, I think. I think that's okay. Voltec AU asks, Thoughts on Ray William Johnson's new podcast? Will there be a crossover with the Yolks? <laughs> so have you guys heard about this? He's, he's like released a podcast? <laughs> yeah, to you've be honest, mentioned I will it. say that every YouTuber has a podcast. Every but Ray YouTuber. William Johnson, I don't know if you can call him a YouTuber anymore. When was the last time he actually made a video? On that on his you know YouTube Ray William Johnson channel, maybe he does. Like I haven't, I haven't checked or anything. I thought he just migrated to Facebook and was making like normie kind of Facebook mother shareable videos. He probably still does. I think that's what the original vehicle videos were. I'm sure his podcast is really good though. We should try and get him as a guest. Hmm. No, don't. Do I've always like loved Ray William Johnson. All the stuff he does, you know. Music is a uh, no. I have. I used to be a super fan of Ray William. Who do you think encouraged me to be the man I am today? Maybe with my your with idols my... who you should you should let influence your life in a good way. Yeah, he didn't influence my life in a good way. If you idolise Ray William Johnson, first YouTuber to get millions. No, wrong. That was Fred, wasn't it? Yep. What did Ray William Johnson do? He was basically a reaction channel. He, no, he was the PewDiePie of early YouTube. Mm, he was. He, he was the biggest thing. He was the biggest thing, yeah. But I'm just comparing their content. No, I don't I don't mean like that. I mean, oh, right. they represented the same thing. Like, this is what YouTube is. Have you noticed the weird trend on YouTube where when Ray, Ray William Johnson was huge, it was... Uh, it was reaction content. It was reaction videos. <laughs> Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And that was kind of cool at the time. Then we transitioned into the we must hate all reaction videos sort of period with Grey Day making those videos. I made a video on it. Everyone was talking about it with Jinx and all that. Then now we've gone into a new area where 
all these YouTubers that have been around for so long, they've just started making reaction content too. PewDiePie don't make gaming videos no more, he makes reaction videos. I, I even mean, saw... What, what really is the difference between watching videos and reacting and playing a game and reacting? Like, unless the person playing the game is a, is a pro at what they do, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm. Like, that's the no, reason you watch someone playing a horror game. Good reaction. For them to, like... You, know, you could argue, though, that there's shit. slightly more interactivity with a video game. Where Not when you're watching someone play. A PewDiePie playthrough of a video game is going to be different to yours. Whereas a PewDiePie video of, like, him watching a funny Instagram meme... Like the Instagram meme is the same no matter where you watch it. But I mean, it. it boils down to the same thing while you're watching the video. Yeah, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying it's different. I'm saying that now it's cool to do reaction videos again. Yeah. I even saw KSI's doing them. I saw a video titled something like reacting to random videos or funny videos or something like that. Everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's all people have always been doing it because... Let's be real, the majority of the internet didn't care that people were making reaction videos. It's only the people who actually liked YouTube who did. Nobody, no normie gave a shit about people making reaction videos. <laughs> no. So we're, we're talking 30% of the internet were like, mm, I'm sad, and the rest were just like, I'm just going to go to work. No, they said, they said that, but still went and watched the videos. I know. It's just like, why complain if nobody gives a shit? Because that's what nobody does. Yeah. Oh well. It it ultimately it made no difference to YouTube. No. Besides, it's, okay, it was double yeah. standards as well. Like, mm -hmm. just because some people were making reaction videos that were bad means that they're not allowed to make videos. But PewDiePie makes reaction videos. His are good, so he's allowed to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's just how you're perceived, isn't it? In the YouTube sphere. Yeah, it's like the, the the problem that you're complaining about clearly isn't reaction videos. Did you notice it's how the all the people it. who complained were complaining about black YouTubers? Oh, systematic underlying racism on YouTube. Actually, I don't actually. New know. video. I hate underlying systematic racism on YouTube. Okay, that would get that. you to the uh, trending. It would. You'd you'd instantly get verified on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as they saw white twenty-four-year-old who knows nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ollie Hollick says, "What were some of the most troublesome videos you lot had to record slash make?" All of them. <laughs> troublesome. What, yeah. The most troublesome, troublesome. The most troublesome part is getting sat down. Just the pro the the build-up to get being sat down. Well, this question's about like our entire like career. So, it would uh, be any which skit. was the hardest video to make? We had some issues when we were doing that hundredth um, episode Minecraft cover thing, where it was really cold in that field, and we we're trying to get some good shots. Yeah, yeah. And it was so freezing that day that that was kind of. A but challenge. that that wasn't difficult because when we got into doing it, we did it quickly. We were able I'd to say do it well. The difficult one was um, Inglorious Beaver Killing Bastards. That doesn't count. No, that wasn't difficult. It was difficult because you couldn't go in front of the camera and spread your legs so that the camera looked through your legs. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. I had to walk in front of the camera. Then James had to replace me in the next shot. Let me tell you, that was hard work. You ever thought about being an actor, James? No. <laughs> I think the worst, the hardest thing about Jai is just trying to work with me. That's it. Every issue with every old skit is my, me. I'm the issue, and I'm the one who can't do it. No, because it's like you no, can we... you can talk normally on the cast or off camera, but as soon as the camera's pointed at you, your delivery just changes to the most bizarre, like robotic <laughs> thing. So you've got to try and catch you when you're when you're not when you like don't even know you're being no, recorded. But we say probably. that, but then. Like, what, what happened to the unboxing videos? Because that was that me speaking weirdly? Because I saw I was yeah. just like, you weren't yourself, you know? You were like putting <laughs> on a character for the show, and that's yeah. what made it so entertaining. Because <laughs> you're just like, you had nothing to work off, so you're just scrambling with whatever popped into your head. That's what made it funny. And now I'm not like that anymore. I'm prepared. Well, don't make me do it, Jamie. Yeah, I can't think of any major domestic abuse, <laughs> major issues. When I first moved here, and there was no, 
soundproofing. Yeah, that was kind of an issue. Sounded shit. I think doing some of the early reviews was kind of difficult. No, we smashed them. We did smash them. We did have a weirdly good like schedule for this. Yeah, 7 o'clock in the morning, get up, get going. I don't know why we did that. I don't know. We literally had to make the set, do all that. Then uh, Jim and Boo would be like, oh, got phone. And me and I would be like, got all these points. Ba, 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 ba. Got all these what? Points. Points, yeah. We'd like brainstorm, like, let's talk about our That's review. That's bullshit. I wouldn't sit on my phone. Okay, we've been sitting this phone because he's I'm, doing uh, I'm the I'm, I'm the brains of the organisation. Hey, what is this huge wet patch on the sofa? Like you licked I the sofa licked it for ages. Fucking hell. Moonduck1 asks, is there anything you miss about being children? No. I swear I've said this before. Being a child is literally worse than being like an adult. I do not regret being a child or a teenager. I love being an adult. And I, I imagine that's probably not what people think. Like, well, what's, there's, what's good about being a child? There is a, there's a nice innocence to being a child. Yes. Yeah, but you, if you want something, you can't get it. Now I'm just like, I want that. I'm getting no, it. No, but that's what as a child, you're, it's you, nice. You, you are always wanting things, but it's it's a it's a different. Nothing matters. The the, yeah. the biggest thing on your mind is how can I scheme or sell some video games or some toys so I can get this new thing that I'm looking forward to or. You know, get a new toy, get a new video game. You don't like dwell on things so much as a kid. No. Which is nice. I did. If I if I did anything wrong, I'd feel guilt over it for weeks, to the point where I'd <coughs> I'd become a, like upset with myself three months later because I did something bad. I suffered with guilt really badly as a kid, so oh, I didn't have that thing of not that. Honestly, I, as a kid, I was just totally in my own little world. Pure imagination at all times. Just thinking about dragons and robots and aliens and you know what. It, uh, one of my favorite things to do was to, like <clears throat> give myself projects to build out of Lego. Mm. It was like that, that's that's my life. That's my life right now. I'm building my own custom pod racer. This is what's gonna happen. I, I remember that. Yeah, that I was like Jim. Just... You play the pod racing PS1. PS2 game, <laughs> so, so I can it can help inspire me um, to think of engine designs for my for my custom pod racer, stuff like that. I I I mine wasn't. I never experienced that. I never had Lego. I had Lego, but I never cared about it. So I never like sat there and was trying to be creative in that sense. I was very much so. I'm gonna make a racetrack out of cars. And I have the two cars, and they're going to do drift battles. That's kind of my childhood. That's kind of what yeah, I did. Yeah, still escapism and playing and stuff. Do you know what the saddest thing is to me? What? It's like how much, as soon as pe like, play is so discouraged once you get to a certain age. Secondary school. Even before then, people like, you know, mock. It's basically the first to get to the point where it's like. They probably have an older sibling or something who makes fun of that, who made fun of them, and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm above that now." And then they make fun of everyone in their class and shit. Now, it, do you know how I learned to stop playing, to stop like imagining mm. things? How you had started going to secondary school, yeah, and you were like, "Jim, don't play when you get to secondary <laughs> school." And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he 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 taught you it through fear of being like. Alex, no, Alex warned me because somebody had made fun of you for for like playing Pokemon or some shit. Really, yeah, like in the first week of year seven, yeah, where, where everyone's trying to like act cool. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Fine, now I'm gonna play Pokemon. I don't give a shit." Yeah. Like, and, so then it's, and then and then everyone belittles you, and it's like, "Well, I guess I can't play Pokemon anymore." <laughs> so then you told me about that, and I was like, "All right, when I get to secondary school, no playing. <laughs> I'm gonna sail." And how school. sad is that? Yeah. That really, that genuinely is really heartbreaking. How old are you when you go to secondary school? Like 12? twelve, yeah, eleven, twelve. You're literally still a kid. It's fucking gross. You're still young as your, hell. Your mind is still developing. You're still like exploring things. Like imagine you still if, love Pokemon. Me, yeah, still love Pokemon. You still like. I mean, that's why I love LARPing so much today. Yeah. It's like it's it's basically acting. It's what yeah. people get so much fun out of, like acting, is like being something you're not. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people enjoy it so much? But then, you know, 
Whatever. I remember us in year six, actually. We'd pretend we are like in Halo and we'd be like in yep. Warthogs, like, eeeeee! When we're on the blooming playground, yeah. That was our thing. Like, one of us would be the flood. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want away. It's like... Fuck yeah, that's that stuff. That and then as soon as we at school, we're just like, let's hang out with Alex on the cool table. Yeah, with the adults. And that's what we did. That's that's when our childhood. But everyone's thinking about man. I just want to be pretending to be a transformer right now, but whatever. <laughs> I got to go on my phone and look at it's sort cool of, fight scenes. It makes you become more like insular. Yeah, and you just sort of imagine stuff in your head. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about it. Yeah, it's lame. So we're announcing our our new show. Mind games, Bye. where we just play. <laughs> Creepy would that be? Like just the camera pointing at us. I basically do that anyway, to be honest. Yeah. You play. Not surprised. When you go in a supermarket and you have a trolley, you naturally drift it. Come on. I I drift my trolley at, at the supermarket. NGL. Alex, to you. Do I drift oh, trolleys? Yeah, he doesn't go to supermarkets <laughs> to be able to drift them. I do go to supermarkets. Now I just do it in a natural car like Hart Marcus Sainsbury's when it's snowy. <laughs> <laughs> crab mango... No, crab mango is gone crab. Says, I'm genuinely curious. Do any of you have an opinion on the character of Moto Moto from Madagascar 2? Yes, I like, yeah. I like how he's used as a tool to teach the lesson that um you shouldn't you shouldn't just like dudes for the surface level how they look kind of thing that's what that character is for and it teaches her that he only wants her for one reason yeah you know that's what i mean He's, like superfluous kind of yeah surface level attraction and then melman rocks up and he's such a fucking incel gentleman <laughs> My lady, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't commit suicide, Melman. <laughs> that is true. Melman is a bit of an incel. Yeah, he is. Where are those beverages? <laughs> Where is that beverage service? Grissy says, "Could each of you describe what your absolute nightmare cringe fan interactions would be?" What? Can each of you describe what your absolute nightmare cringe fan interactions would be? I don't need to imagine it because I've experienced it. <laughs> You've experienced it? Yeah. When? I was... I was at Ruben's, like, grandma's. And, like, there, was, there were people around there. And there was some young kid. I think you might have been there as well, Jim. I wasn't there. There was this young kid that was there. And I think Ruben's mum came up to me and was like, Oh, this, this kid, like likes your YouTube or something. Go say something to him. And I like went over to him and was like, hello. And it's like seriously such a young kid. And he was just like, do you watch the Diamond Minecart? I was like, nope. <laughs> I don't think you know who I am. <laughs> so yeah, that was a bit I Yeah that sounds bad. I don't think it can happen. Yeah, I, I don't really I mean if if Somebody's meeting me. It's gonna be cringy no matter what. <laughs> like, so I mean, from that baseline level of cringe, it can't go any deeper. It's like if you're in a shop and you're buying shopping, it's relatively chill. It's just like well, that okay. happened to us. We were at Sainsbury's. Yeah, it's chill. And a couple of dudes just came up to us and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's like that stuff. It's chill. It's like." I don't think there's any situations I'm in where it'd actually make it more cringy. If I was in a car meet and someone actually saw me, it would be like pretty cool. But like, yeah, it's not gonna end. Like a situation's not gonna make it any more cringy. Besides the one, your one, because that's very specific. That's very like yeah. uncommon. Obviously, I think the younger the fan, the more cringy. The it'll more be. cringy. Yeah. Mm. Well, and there was the one where the guy asked to take a picture with me, and. Yeah. I really didn't want to, and I kind of, I well, wasn't expecting it. Yeah, you just said no anyway. I wasn't rude about it, I was like, oh, I'd really rather not, man. I tried not to, you know, I, I spread my face. This was before I'd shown my yeah, face. Would you have done it now? I might have. I think, did those dudes at Sainsbury's take a picture with us? Mm. Us yeah. three, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, my face is everywhere anyway, it's like, it's yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. To me at least. 
Oh, but I mean, no matter how cringy it is, fucking whatever. That's pretty sweet. If somebody. Yes, I always appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice. I just think whenever I'm with you though, I don't know if they're the Jar fans or HG fans. Yeah, like, like I, I don't uh, know if they even know who I am. So I just sort of stand there and don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. So it's just like I don't <laughs> introduce myself. I don't be stealing Alex's thunder. Yeah. Brian Deathscene says, "Question for Argy." Argy. 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 Argy Bebo Dibby Dibby Dosa. Argy Bebo Dibby Dibby Dosa. Argy, come here. Come on. <laughs> come here. Come here. Come here, boy. Come here. Come on, Dibby. Come here, little baby. Up here. Come on. Climb on. Be part of the show. Now, one more time. Argy, look at me. Bebo Dibby Dibby Dosa. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's licking my hand. That means yes. Good boy. Oh, speaking of, actually, Laz Angles says, Alex, why are you comfortable showing your face on Jar but not IHE? Why do you think that is? Because you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's because it's like, it makes doing the cast a lot more difficult, I think, having you off the camera with a different mic. Yeah, it was always a pain in the ass on Jar. Yeah. And here it's just like, <clears throat> with this setup, it'd be hot. Horrific with how we have like, like now. yeah I'd have to sit over there and you'd always be looking. It doesn't really work for a podcast, but um, I feel like it, it separates you here yeah. from IHE on IHE. Mm-hmm. I'm so exaggerated on that channel. Yeah, like most well, of the time people get here. angry with me on that channel. This is because... the raw Alex. This is yeah. his true form. When people get furious at me for things I say on IHE. And I see, like, comments of people, like, really mad at things I've said. You don't want to add your, like, actual looks to that, because they'll just find a way to insult it's, you because of your Yeah, words. it becomes like something else. It's just but, like, yeah. a grain of salt, though. Jesus Christ. It's like, god damn it. Like, people get so angry you over the shit I say. can't be funny about anything. Yeah, you can... I, I can't win either way. When, I, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop with, like, trying to be funny. You can... I'm just going to try and make actual points. And it's like... No, this is why every point in your video is a complete hypocrisy. Okay, I'm gonna fucking- I'm gonna go try and be humorous then. Mm. That was fucking shit and unfunny. Where's the substance? <laughs> like, and it just gets to a point where it's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever I wanna do. Just- just never say a bad thing about how lame Kingdom Hearts is. <laughs> Too late. I, I, I made fun of it in the our gaming video, so... I called it cringy. <laughs> but like, that is the- It is cringy, and that's why people love it. It also is really lame and stupid. And a little bit stupid. Yeah, but you, you like Metal Gear. We all like something dumb like that. Yeah. Metal Gear is stupid, but it, it sure ain't lame. Ace it's Combat. It has lame elements. <laughs> but we need to mention this one. It's going to piss James off, but I don't care. Sishy Fishy says, I just saw on Letterboxd that pretty much all of you have seen and rated the Kung Fu Panda trilogy. And I'd like to ask... Can you just speak on how underrated, complex, and emotional the second one is? You have to thank Guillermo del Toro and Charlie Kaufman for giving a shit about Kung Fu Panda enough and DreamWorks letting them experiment. Zimmer and Powell's music and Gary Oldman are the definite standouts. No shit. Yeah, Kung Genuine. Fu Panda 2 is a, like a masterpiece of animated movies. Like, it's so underlooked. People think it's stupid and garbage because, you know... The name. I think the name really does the most damage. Mm. The name and the trailers for the first movie. DreamWorks trailers are always bad. They're yeah. always bad. Yeah. But it sells the movie, so... Genuinely, if you don't believe, watch uh, Kung Fu Panda 1 and 2. I need to rewatch 3 because I can't really remember it. But yeah, I need to watch it for the first time. Um, genuinely, that film is, is act actually brilliant and has way more going on than you'd think. Yeah, and multiple times, it's those heartstrings, it's playing them like a goddamn mm -hmm. uh, banjo. It's excellent, yeah. That's another episode, I think, guys. Kung Fu Panda shit. Kung! Yeah. Kung! James is, the, James is the general audience naysayer who sees it and thinks it's bad. Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you on the next... I want to say thanks to the patrons, because James forgot to do that. Did he fucking... Yeah, he fucking forgot. All right. What's the fucking point?
Thank you for the patrons over nah, Patreon too late. for too late. They're all just gone. and helping this become That's a reality. Yeah. Um, right, I'm, I'm, I'm the only host for now. Yep. Okay, fucking shit. Did you do that then?